Welcome to Caffeinated with Cass, the podcast where I teach you how to build a bulletproof business online. Grab your coffee and your favorite mug and join me where we talk all things lifestyle to biz. Woo! Sorry I left you on red and totally ghosted you guys, but I can't tell you how much these six months off were necessary. And honestly, if it didn't happen now, it was going to catch up to me eventually. I have a lot to chat with you today and we're going to uncover all of these things that have happened in the last six months plus. So an investment gone extremely wrong, imposter syndrome, being diagnosed with ADHD, all of which ultimately led to a massive pivot in my business. So let's start with a quick reintro because most of you know me up to this point as the designer and brand expert, aka owner of Juniper Design. But as of a few weeks ago, I officially let go of the business name Juniper Design and we are simply just sticking to my name, Cass Medeiros, your go-to business coach. Okay, (laughs) let's start at the beginning before I go on about that. So I decided to make a huge investment a few months ago that ultimately did not go to plan. And unfortunately, over half of the women that were there with me left with major stress and trauma and imposter syndrome and so many other trust issues from this experience. And of course, I was one of those ladies. So I really just want to talk about like when you put your trust and frankly, a lot of money into somebody that you look up to and you pull the trigger with that investment, it's so hard to have that disappointment come through. You begin to change things in your life and your business as this person is mentoring you because you believe obviously that this is going to bring you amazing results. I mean, that is why we invested in the first place. And I was so confused for months, like truly wondering if I even wanted to be in a space that number one is unregulated and number two, unfortunately, has a lot of sliminess going on. And again, like I said, there was a huge, huge group of us girls that were experiencing these feelings at the same time, which in a way actually turned out to be a huge blessing in disguise where we kind of had to take things into our own hands and we took our energy that we originally went into this investment with and created our own little group just to help each other and to coach each other and support each other. So we were sharing our wins, giving advice. We would send things to each other to go over. And that was really amazing. And genuinely, that's what carried us through the next few months because we had that group support from each other. So this in turn, this entire experience created major, major imposter syndrome for me because I realized that for months leading up to it and for months while I was going through it, everything that I was creating was in a way influenced by this person that I now just had huge unalignments and disagreements with, um, with how they run, with their values. And it was hard to basically unlearn everything that I did within the last few months and erase all of that direction that I mapped out because it was not me. Like it really was not me. It was kind of, it was influenced. It was a shadow. Um, and again, All of these girls were really like when we talked about it, we were all experiencing the same thing and we were all just discussing 
that we kind of just wanted a clean slate. Um, and you know, I truly, truly believe that as a mentor, it is our job to guide and to help when people are not like, quote unquote, in the light of what is going on in their business. So this can mean directing them to discover their true pains and providing direction and action steps to walk them through a larger desire that they want. But what this does not entail is guilt appeal and pushing your beliefs as a coach onto someone else or invalidating someone's goals because they're not in your business model and frankly just being slimy to make a sale. Like, I know how many of you guys have gone through super messed up experiences. I've literally had conversations with some of you about this. Um, Just super messy and slimy experiences within the coaching space. And I know on the flip side of this, a lot of you are genuinely scared to invest because of these stories. So I just, I want to leave this with a good energy because I know I'm talking about a really just crappy story, but I am in a really good place about it now because... First of all, I can say this, every single one of those ladies, including me that had a terrible experience, are genuinely the most incredible coaches that I know now personally on a personal level. Like some of them have become some of my best friends in this space. These ladies have the most heartfelt values. They truly put their clients first and they work their asses off to support their clients really in any way possible. So while there are a lot of slimy people, that goes in anywhere. You're going to find that anywhere. So I just want you to go out of this knowing that truly there are the most amazing people out there that will change things to really make it in your guys' best interest. Um, I also just want to say that this experience taught me so many things in my business. I learned first how I never want to make my clients feel. Um, I learned how important your messaging is in your marketing and everything that you say is creating a promise. It is conditioning people to feel and associate you with certain values and emotions and traits. And when you say certain things and people invest in you because of how you are messaging um, and because of the language that you are using, yet you are going to, the actual deliverables that you are giving are not in line with that. You are creating false promise and false hope and that is not okay. So I really learned the impact and the ripple effect that you can have on someone's entire life and entire business journey. And finally, I learned that these few experiences absolutely do not reflect on the entire coaching industry. That was probably one of my biggest struggles for a couple of weeks leading out of this was I I just didn't want to be part of it anymore. Um, But again, this, I really had to take a step back and realize that this does not reflect on the entire industry. Again, there's always going to be some slimy people, no doubt of that. There are the most genuine people that are ready to give you everything you need to reach those personal success goals. So I have to tell you guys, just please don't let the story steer you away from investing because even after this, I actually continue to invest a lot more into other things that I just loved that helped me completely nurture and validate my steps moving forward and just help me make a huge impact and really make my mark in the space. Okay. Now, moving on to my friggin' diagnosing process with ADHD. 
So I have to start by saying first and foremost that everything I'm going to say about this was my personal experience and I don't want anybody to take this in no way that I'm speaking on behalf of any other individual who has or is experiencing their own ADHD journey because it really is, it's complex, there's a lot that goes into it, everybody experiences things differently. But I have spoken openly about my struggles in school with dropping out, with having major anxiety, diagnosed with depression, all these things. And never in my life, in my mind, did I think, oh yeah, you got some ADHD stuff going on in that brain there. I don't know about you, but ADHD in my mind was strictly just squirrel brain and boys not being able to sit still or be quiet. And I, it was never in my knowledge that girls experience ADHD differently than boys and how common it is for girls to completely go misdiagnosed late into our mid-20s because our symptoms are simply different. And we start to notice these things and the symptoms become a lot stronger in our early to mid-20s. So I've always struggled with certain topics at school. Math, oh my gosh, I could go on and on about how hard math was for me. I just did not understand it. Um, I always struggled with tests or exams, last minute everything, because it just took me so long to understand a question that I was reading, let alone answer it. I could go on and on. So I really didn't realize like, this isn't just a now problem. It's been going on my entire life and it's just getting really bad now. Um, second year of college was especially hard for me when the classes were no longer hands-on. Um, instead, it was more class-based, lecture-based. I could not focus. I could not care to pay attention to whatever they were teaching. I used to like go on multiple bathroom, quote-unquote bathroom breaks during the class. So I could just go walk around. Um, and eventually I dropped out because I was bored. I didn't care for it. Um, I very easily, easily become overstimulated. And the biggest issue that got me to actually be diagnosed was the fact that I was shutting down. So I was going into this state of paralysis and I had these great ideas. I love my business. I, I'm genuinely inspired, but I could not organize what was going on in my brain and I would just shut down. I would just stay in bed. Absolutely nothing could get me to get up and work. I didn't care to. Um, it was just this constant state of paralysis. And because I didn't necessarily fit the stereotype of ADHD, I had to go to my doctor multiple times because, again, I couldn't find the motivation. I couldn't work. Um, all of these things led me to be diagnosed with depression for about two years but I knew, I'm like, I don't feel depressed. And I kept expressing that I don't feel depressed. I'm just, something is just making me feel in a slump. For some reason, I can't get up and work when I really do want to work. Um, like, it work excited me, but I was so beyond overwhelmed that my brain just shut down. And finally, about six months ago, my therapist and a friend suggested that I be tested for ADHD because it got to the point I was just, again, unable to complete tasks. I couldn't work. I couldn't sleep. Um, and it was, let's just say, a very, very messy process being diagnosed. So if you guys aren't interested in this, please just skip through about a minute. But I have had a lot of people that wanted me to touch about this in an episode and just a quick summary of what the process was like for me. So First off, when I heard about being diagnosed, I did a lot of my own research and I'm at the age where I'm able to do that for myself. And I immediately felt like, oh my gosh, why did I never think of this before? How did no one notice this in me before? I could think back to situations 
from when I was so young that went unnoticed. Um, So I asked my doctor to refer me to be tested and she did a small test with me, then referred me to find my own psychiatrist because of the fact that I was over 13 and a female, it would be difficult to find someone that could diagnose me. So basically she gave me a slip of paper and it said this patient would benefit from seeing a psychologist or psychiatrist for further ADHD testing. So it was up to me basically at that point to go figure it out for my own. Um, So I was left with this option, basically waiting months to see a psychiatrist, or I could find a psychologist that was really registered and knew about this. And we were looking at about three and a half to four grand to get the test done by a psychologist. So it's kind of bouncing back and forth between the two. And I did ask her to refer me to two psychiatrists. I'm like, you know what? If I have to wait, then I'll wait, which sucked because, again, I wasn't working. I wasn't really able to do anything, Um, which then they told me basically because I was not experiencing suicidal thoughts. My request was not urgent and it was going to take about six months to get an appointment, which sucked. So I did end up getting an appointment about four months later because my case did change to urgent when I really had to advocate for myself and communicate how much this was impacting my daily life. So I had a test with a psychiatrist that took about an hour and a half where they diagnosed me with combined ADHD. So this means attention deficit disorder with occasional hyperactive. A lot of people still will do it's ADHD plus ADD. So During this entire time, like we're going on for four or five months at this point, I was unable to be put on any medication to help. So I had to wait and let me tell you, genuinely was the biggest struggle every single day, just battling with my own brain. Um, Finally, my doctor agreed to put me on medication after we got the official diagnosis. And about a month later, I had to do blood work, get ECG testing. Then I officially started meds. It was just brutal. So the phone calls back and forth and just being shut out because of the stigma of ADHD, just being known as like squirrel brain and hyper, when in fact I was literally unable to function. It was so frustrating and really hard to talk about, but I just had to keep advocating for myself in the healthcare system. And I've been having a lot of success with my medication and I've finally been able to fully explore all of the ideas I've had. And I came to a lot of realizations, which led me to this massive business pivot. So I have been the go-to brand girl since I started my business online. I was the brand expert on the space, everything from branding designs to brand strategy to making physical products. That was our three-step system. But I took a step back in those six months off to really reflect and refine my mission and my pillars. And I realized duh, this is way deeper than just brand strategy. This is way deeper than just quote unquote being a brand specialist. I've been helping women for months create their bulletproof brand to attract clients, working on attraction marketing, finding that masculine and feminine energy balance so they can perform and be so aligned with themselves and working on growing a business sustainably. All of these things are way beyond just brand strategy. And I really wanted to fully step foot into helping you create a business from the ground up. That's including every detail, every pillar necessary that you need to have that support and see those results for long-term sustainability and growth. Um, So Juniper Design has been gone 
for a while now even though I kept the name it honestly felt so strange to pivot it because that is how people have associated with me my entire business like from the beginning when I had a little Etsy shop it was called Juniper Design but I was hanging on to the name and hanging on to some of the brand title just really held me back from fully executing the ideas that I had for business growth and let me tell you there were a lot of ideas um the incredible thing though about the last two years was just how much context and experience I have in all things business to build a strategy that is your legacy and to build a space for you that you are able to be memorable and grow and I know everything from building a bulletproof foundation to knowing how to scale effortlessly to having a bomb pivot that your audience will love you even more for that's what I'm going through right now and ultimately attract even more alignment and more abundance so I gotta say I have written some outlines for some episodes on at least 10 occasions for season two like I wrote them out multiple times scrapped it wrote it scrapped it nothing felt right until I fully made the pivot I was just kind of never fully stepping over that line so I do want to strongly urge you if you are having the same resistance in your business to really just take a step back and go over everything from the beginning go back to the basics what is your passion what are your skills What is your mission separated from your current title? That's very important. What are the pillars that you could talk about for hours because you are just so passionate about it? And guys, really, the answer is already in you. You just have to look at it from a different angle. Okay, so if you've made it this far, I freaking applaud you. That is a shit ton of Cass's voice to be filling your mind right now. I have about 20 plus topics coming your way in a very short amount of time. I am so excited to bring you guys along and thank you so much for joining me here today. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me on this little coffee date. I'd love to hear from you and continue this chat on Instagram. You can find me at Cass Medeiros for value-packed information and funny day-to-day stories. All the show notes for this episode will be posted at www.casmaderos.com.